0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 625 of the Juicebox podcast. On today's podcast, I'll be speaking with Candice. She's the mother of an 11-year-old child with type 1 diabetes, and she is divorced from her children's father. Today, we're going to talk about what that's like when you and your ex don't agree about type 1 diabetes. Today, while you're listening, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. If you're a U.S. resident who has type 1 diabetes or is the caregiver of someone with type 1 and you'd like to support type 1 diabetes research from the comfort of your home, you can do that by taking a survey in less than 10 minutes. I think I should have said in fewer than 10 minutes. In fewer than 10 minutes at t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox There's links in the show notes and links at juiceboxpodcast.com. It really only takes a few minutes. This show is sponsored today by the glucagon that my daughter carries, g hypopen. Find out more at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juicebox. Today's podcast is also sponsored by Touched by Type 1. Please check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at touchedbytype1.org.
1: My name is Candice, and I have two sons. I have a 15-year-old, and I have an 11-year-old type 1 diabetic. Ah.
0: Candace, here we are together. I feel like you and I have spent some time online talking recently.
1: We have. I like got to pop up in one of your lives, and like you addressed me, and I was like super excited. I squealed like a little fangirl. I was like, Scott's talking to me.
0: It's very, very strange, and you should not admit to that out loud. Um,
1: have, <laughs> I'll, I'll own it. Yeah. I'll totally well, own it.
0: I appreciate it. that. Um, I know my wife popped into that live for a couple of minutes. My daughter did. Through my wife's, oh account. wow! So she sent me a message at like my wife, like, like, she's, mm-hmm. like through Kelly's account, and she, I could tell she was teasing me when it went by, and as soon as I saw the words, I thought Arden wrote that. Not Kelly.
1: I think I remember you saying that. Yeah, You're yeah. like, there's no why, way yeah. Kelly said that. It was <laughs> way too. Like, it that was, has to be my daughter. It
0: was way too sweet, and like, and so I was like, this is not Kelly. um
1: <laughs> I love that you know that about yeah, Arden.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I so she's messing with me, and I'm like, uh oh, all right. But um, yeah, I thought that was great. I just, I came upstairs to edit the show one evening and I just didn't have it in me to do it. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'll just dump online and say hi to people instead. And then it turned into like a whole thing, a couple hundred people in there for a while. So
1: yeah. And it was late for you because here in California, it was probably like eight thirty or something or eight o'clock. So yeah. it's been late for you.
0: I was just bored and I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to go to sleep and I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't want to edit a show. So yeah yeah
1: well you had a couple hundred people who are all pretty excited and excited and fanboying and fangirling out to talk to you too so
0: very strange how old was your 11 year old when he was diagnosed
1: he was 11 he was diagnosed in november of last year
0: oh nine months ago
1: yes so we're kind of still on the newbies of all this stuff
0: okay uh, 11 years old. I'm making notes for myself. Also, people should know that I looked up, saw that it was August, immediately knew that August was the eighth month of the year, and then added one month.
1: Oh, you're so good at your stop math. Right,
0: right. <laughs> because, because November, in November, there's one month left. And so maybe it's closer to 10 months, but I thought you would agree to nine. So I said nine. Yeah, All right. absolutely. Um, let's talk for a minute about what that was like. So how did you figure out that something was up?
1: kind of the standard, you know, my kiddos hadn't, they've had this kind of crappy health insurance through my ex for a year and they hadn't been seen. And it's like the pandemic and they were both were really healthy, nothing coming up. And I was just had recently had switched in my job um, to getting them on my health insurance. And I immediately uh, had scheduled a well check visit for both of them. And my 11 year old, I'll just call him Little Dude. The little dude has uh, always had a big temper, but had recently, and it had been COVID. So it was kind of hard to know, was throwing just massive tantrums Mm. every day, um, just flipping out over Zoom and sobbing and crying. And it was like not completely out of character, but the intensity and the frequency was up. And really, you know, only other things were his skin got really dry. And I was like lotioning this kid up every day. And he was drinking a lot of water. So we took him into the doctors, both boys, at the same time doctors checking them out. He noticed with the 11 year old, he said, you know, um, my ex is a tall guy. He's six, four, and I'm five, five. And he, and my other, my older son is big. He's like six feet tall. And he's like, you know, little dude is a little bit on the smaller side. I want to check his growth hormone or some hormone. And so we're going to do a blood draw. I said, okay. Uh, the, the 11 year old, he flipped out. He's never had a blood draw. I had to hold him down. We almost left that day without doing it because he was so scared. And they did the blood draw and we went home. And I guess I found out later somebody had checked glucose just kind of as a afterthought. It wasn't the doctor even who did it. Um, And the next morning we went, we left the hospital to after the blood draw, we went and got giant ice cream cones with sprinkles on top. I actually have a picture of him eating this ice cream cone. It's like the last day that I knew everything was okay. Mm. And that at 730 in the morning, I started getting calls from the doctor saying, um, you need to go to the hospital. Your son has type one diabetes. And it was just like the day before Thanksgiving and just like, Oh crap. (laughs) Okay. Um, so we drove to the hospital. Uh, my ex husband was visiting his, uh, girlfriend's family, and they were in San Diego and were up near San Francisco. So it was pretty far, I called him and he was kind of unsure. Like, do I come back? Do I not? I was like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. So he ended up driving back, but we checked into the hospital. Um, kind of, you know, it was a whirlwind. It was really tough. My guy was uh, hysterical, you know, like they came in to do the first insulin shot and he, we had to hold him down. I mean, he was just sobbing. It's too much. It's too much. I can't handle this. And I'm just like, holy crap. Um, I feel like I went into like hyper-focused mom mode, you know, of mm-hmm. like, we got this, we're going to do this. And uh, so, yeah, we spent the next few days at the hospital, but it was also kind of the beginning of dealing with my ex and, you know, my ex loves the boys. Um, We've been divorced since little guy was uh, 10 months old and we've had a, Decent co-parenting relationship. You know, in the beginning of our divorce, we did the whole like nesting thing where like the kids didn't move back and forth like we did, you know, where he would come to the house and I would leave
0: oh, kind of thing. Okay.
1: So we were able to do that for a number of years because, you know, the the baby, he was so little at the time, I was like, I don't want him moving around. And mm-hmm. my other kid was, you know, three and a half, four. And so we were able to co-parent enough. Um, but I've been sort of the primary caregiver. Like I'm the one who's been, you know doing the appointments and camp and uh, IEPs and doctors and kind of advocating for things. And, you know, they go to his house every other weekend and it's kind of like, that's their thing. And they zone out and play video games. And I'm the one who's like, you know, camp and soccer and, you know, parkour and gymnastics and all that kind of stuff. And and he shows up for
0: what? Everything else.
1: Yeah, everything else. Exactly. And I guess I just, I just kind of was okay with that dynamic, but within the diabetes, like, it became not okay. And it became very apparent even at the hospital, you know, he, he drove back from uh, San Diego. um, And so he showed up at the hospital on Thursday. We had checked in on Wednesday, the 25th. And he, you know, he hung out for a couple hours and left. And all the doctors were like, wait, where did he go? And I'm like, "Uh, he left. And they're like, no, we got to teach you all. So my boyfriend um, and I have been together for 10 years. So he's known little guy since he's been, you know, 18 months old. You know, and we're camped out there and they've got, you know, the dietitians and the endo and, you know, the nurse practitioner and all the people coming and doing the teaching and everyone's like, where's, where's the dad? And I'm like, he went how yeah. <laughs> you know, I've called him, you know, and everyone's like, you need to get him back here. You need to get him back here. And I'm like, I, I, I have, he's like, I'll call back and, and put me on video. And I'm like, they're saying you need to be here. They, they need to show us stuff and like, oh, you know, I got this and. I couldn't get him back. And then the hospital starts telling me, well, we can't release your kid until all the adults know. And I was like, well, then somebody from this hospital needs to call him because he's not going to listen to me. So we got together with the endo and the charge nurse and they call and had their own little meeting. And then I guess somebody called him. And so he showed up on, on Friday morning and, uh, the boyfriend and I like took off because we realized like if we were in the room, we had so many questions. We're like, you know, neurotic Jews. So we had like the lists of the what ifs and what do we do when, and we were sort of taking up all the space. And I was like, we need to get out of the room so my ex can just listen and they can talk to him. So he stayed, um, actually he came in on Saturday, so he wouldn't come in on Friday. And that was the point where kind of people were panicking and like, how do we get him in here? So he came in on Saturday kind of got the teaching for that day and they sent us home um and yeah so i have questions sure
0: okay so he left and said i got this was there any reason to believe that he understood diabetes
1: (laughs) no okay he's he's uh he's a guy you know that has a lot of swagger and like he's kind of arrogant and he believes he like knows stuff even when he doesn't and it's like sometimes to a fault you know it's great to have confidence but he didn't you know i think he was tired he had just driven like 10 hours and he was wanted to go home and sleep and i don't think he understood what this was i think he thought oh you know i gave a couple shots or something
0: yeah here's the next question so he's at the hospital prior to leaving you're there your boyfriend's there as well i imagine yeah is that just an uncomfortable situation for your ex
1: no, you know, we've been since we've been together, we've been together ten years. Like we do Halloween together, we do birthdays together. Like actually my ex and my boyfriend get along better than my ex and I do. So I use my boyfriend a lot of the time to to communicate with my ex. So they're good. They're totally fine. Okay. I have a picture actually of both of them sitting next to each other, like shooting on oranges.
0: <laughs> so okay. So all right, I'm just trying to figure out like the so I'm gonna you know, you're describing a yeah. person who is maybe has some false bravado about things. And yes. maybe this was one of those situations where he thought, oh, the BS way I usually get through stuff isn't going to work here. And then he just maybe panicked and left. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and thought, you guys are a family. You'll handle it. And then. Yes. Yeah. Then then <laughs> yes. I, I'll only be there on the weekends anyway for video games. He didn't know exactly. It, yeah, he didn't exactly, know video yeah. games were a variable for blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. He doesn't know about the whole adrenaline
0: thing. Yeah. 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 Um, but. Okay. So so you work all that out. I assume he got his instruction and you got mm-hmm. yours. And now you head home. I, I know this is kind of off topic tiny bit, but did you try to have Thanksgiving when you got home or did you just skip it?
1: No, we just skipped it. We just skipped it. It was, at that point, it was Sunday, you know. So, yeah, it, w- it was kind
0: of done. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not making a turkey now. Um, no. Although they're really cheap four days after Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> they must They must be. But I'm a terrible cook, so I wouldn't have cooked Thanksgiving anyway. We would have probably went to a restaurant. <laughs> I see. Okay,
0: right. So that wasn't a big deal. You know, I've never done that. That's interesting.
1: Really? I, oh.
0: No, I grew up watching my grandmother prepare, like, a big meal, and I almost robotically prepare the meal that she used to prepare i bet it's amazing though yeah while my family sleeps i just get up and start cooking
1: <laughs> lucky them
0: nobody nobody helps me uh it's okay because later when i do the dishes and they don't help me <gasps> you gotta do the dishes after cooking that's I mean, not fair they're terrible people really i mean i don't know if you get that podcast don't deserve you. it's a bad group <laughs> so um all right so you, you you're home now you come home yeah. with needles and a meter yeah and a kid who <laughs> three days earlier was punching nurses almost because you were. Tra- yeah. So how did that all work out?
1: He was unbelievably amazing. Within a few hours, this kid turned around. And I would have never guessed it. This kid is a total wimp, like in life. Like I have always, he's feisty and he's fiery and he's sensitive. And I did not think this was going to go well, mm. but like he turned it around. Like he just, I mean, kids are resilient, and he just was like, "Oh, I get to eat as many cheese sticks as I want." I'm like, "Yep, okay," and like he just kind of embraced it. He's like, "I've got a what was it?" He's like, "I've got a I don't forget what uh, an like a condition, and it's incurable." (laughs) Like, yes, you do, (laughs) and um, we just yeah, he kind of was not cool with it. I got him a lovey when we were there at the hospital, I think in like in the you know gift shop and like he named it Barrett, which I thought I'm, I'm a therapist. So I'm going to be like, you know, psychological about it. I was like, interesting. You named the kid, the, the stuffy Barrett. Um, and he held on to that stuffy, but he came home and he was just brave and he took his shots and, you know, we had him test all of our blood sugars and we really just, we were like, we're going to make this like as chill as possible and as disruptive as possible. And he, he really went with it and in sort of ways, we were lucky that it was a pandemic. He was doing school from home. And so I was working from home. So it made sort of dosing and lunch and all those things so much easier. And so. Yeah, it was of kind of a, an easier way to start this.
0: Yeah. A lot of consistency. Um, yeah. Okay. Is any of the, do you think maybe he calmed down when his blood sugar came down? How high was his blood sugar when he went in? It was five
1: eighty. Um, uh-huh. yeah, I, I think he's already kind of a moody feisty kid, but it changed. Like once he got home was on insulin, like the tantrums stopped the uh-huh. screaming, throwing stuff like tantrums that he was having over school definitely stopped his mood was definitely different
0: what about the i can do this is it does he i i maybe i'm looking too far into this is is that from the dad does he do the kids up that like (laughs) my understanding he was he was
1: very like i i can do this in the sense of i don't want anything to do with it you guys do it all like don't ask me like you know in the beginning we'd be like how many you know chicken nuggets do you think you're gonna eat how much this and, and it became like don't ask me just figure it out and yeah. so we gave him shots we did it all to him and all he had to do was like sit there but he and t- that was but that part really good was
0: okay with this the taking the injections checking his blood sugar that kind of stuff yeah okay. yeah how long did you do it that way i mean are you still doing it that way it's only been
1: yeah. We switched to a pump in the beginning of June. So really recently we got okay. the tandem. Um, we got the Dexcom pretty early on. We got that in about like January, maybe a month or two in. And that was great. It was pretty scary though. He was scared. We went to the doctors. It was one of the few times, you know, we went in person because everything is like video calls. Um, and the boyfriend had them put, put it on him first. And then we put it on little dude and he was really scared and like, I I don't want to wear this thing and I don't like it. And it hurts. And we were like, just how about you wear it for one day? You know? And he wore it for the one day and he was like, okay, no more finger pricks. Yeah. I like this. And I was like, fantastic. (laughs) Um, and then we really did want the pump and we were pushing for that. And like, you know, they, they were kind of I don't know if they're reluctant. They're kind of the old school stuff too. We want you to know how to do this all old school way, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I get this. And I think that the nurse at some point, you know, that we talked to all the time, got that when I started adjusting, you know, Lantus and carb ratios on my own um, mm-hmm. to, you know, figure out blood sugar. She was like, okay, we can move to a pump. And, you know, at that point, you know, we'd been doing it for, for a while. And so they were Okay, you know we'll move you to the pump.
0: I like how your son's sort of a cheap date, like he he's like was overtaken easily by if I just get to eat a bunch of cheese sticks, this is better. And yeah. It took it took one day of not getting his fingers like stuck and he was like, All right, I'll do this. This thing that yeah, yeah. That just he's hours like, before he's like vehement. I think there's a good lesson in that for people actually, because you do see sometimes like people talk about like, my kid put up such a fight. They, you know, they made these declarative statements about, you know, I'd sooner die than do this thing and blah, 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 right? And they he did in the
1: hospital. He had said, I want to die, you know? And then within six hours, he's walking around his, like, he had a beautiful room, like in this, you know, Oakland, downtown Oakland, uh, the top of the top floor
0: of the hospital there. And he's
1: like, I got this TV with my name on it. And it's (laughs) got pay-per-view movies.
0: (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> she sticks in between his fingers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was he was he was like, oh, I've got it going on. So
0: yeah. For I, sure. I, I just think that's important to realize that I mean, those are fairly common reactions to things like that. And I think that yeah. you know, oftentimes and understandably, this is the first medical situation people have ever been in. So they they take the kids super literally at the word. And yeah, very seriously. Like, you know, he he she said this is how they feel. And so this is it now. And I'm, I'm always like, ah, I don't know. Like, you know, what was the last decision you let him make? You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like this is his health. And we've been very pro, like it's his body. And like, you get to choose where stuff goes on you or how we do it. And we're very slow. Like with shots, it was always like, okay, you show me where are you ready? We'd always count it down, but it wasn't an option. And so the same thing with, you know, we kind of step by step was just like, you no, know, this is what's happening. I get it. I hear your protest, but we're going to try it. And yeah. then if you don't like it, all right, we'll talk about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. you have to give it a shot. I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I refinanced refin- our mortgage a year ago during the, <laughs> I never asked the kids what they thought about it once. I, was, I, I didn't say like, <laughs> what do you guys think about this refi? I'm thinking of taking some years off, but leaving the payment the same <laughs> Right. Yeah, I don't I'm sure you. Kelly I don't had something to say about it. I don't know. Even she just, she's like, what's going to happen? And I told her, she's like, okay. Uh, but no, I mean, Less like, money. <laughs> I just think like, I'll tell you what, cutting years off your mortgage saves you a ton of money. It was really great. Um, but but my point is that, I mean, it, it's a health concern. and yeah, And I get that they're scared and that you don't want to, you don't want to force them into something. You don't want to make them do something that they don't want to do because that has its own set of pitfalls too. But you have to try because they can't imagine the other side of this like you can. And so you have to show it to them is all
1: no and they're scared, you yeah. know, and they're scared like and he's a very avoidant kid. If he's scared, he's like, I'm not doing that. That right. looks yeah. scary. That sounds scary. Hell no.
0: No, thank you. you know? yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, of right. course. Wanna sign me up to attach something to my body? No, I'm I'll do this thing it. that's that I know already. The finger pricks. That's tolerable. And yeah. then you get the Dexcom on, and you're like, Oh, this is way better. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then all of a sudden you understand you're in a different a new situation and there are different implications now and and yeah. you have to make, you have to make decisions based on those. So, yeah. okay. So I I'm assuming for a f- large part of this conversation, we're really going to be talking about the difficulties you were having with their dad. Right. Like, yeah. So- I
1: mean, it's, it's been a struggle and, you know, I joined like a bunch of face groups, I think just, you know, Facebook groups in the hospital, you know, like, and I think I found the podcast like, like a weekend, you know, It's just, I think my way of dealing with anxiety is I'm going to learn everything, you know, and I'm going to read everything and I'm going to find out as much as I can. And, you know, the more that I was learning, I was like, oh, like this is really complicated. You know, they set us home with, like you said, like some needles, some instructions, a ratio, you know, and the ex got that you know, and every other weekend they go to his house and I'd send them and we had like, you know, the log book where you wrote down everything he ate and how much insulin you gave and, you know, the instructions. And I would send all of that with them. And like, we'd get the book back and like the numbers were wrong. Like the amount of insulin he was giving was wrong. You know, the food, I could see what he was eating and it was like waffles with chocolate syrup for breakfast. And I'm just like, you know, and, and those are the things that I let go. I'm like, I can't dictate what he's going to eat at the house. I can't dictate, you know, moving his body, but the numbers are wrong. The amount of insulin he's giving is wrong. And so we have tried both the boyfriend and I, in every which way to be like, Hey, you know, this is hard. You know, uh, you know, we have each other to talk to and bounce ideas off. And it's just you. I mean, he lives with a girlfriend, but his girlfriend is like very hands-off about, the kids, like those are his kids. They're, she's not involved really with them. Mm-hmm. And so I get it. It's just him and I have compassion for him. It's a lot. But I was like, call me, call the boyfriend, call in the middle of the night. You can call before every meal. Like, I'm terrible at math. I thought immediately when this went down in the hospital, like, I'm going to kill my kid. I am at the worst at math ever. Like, I have never passed a math class. I got through graduate school without. Ever passing algebra, like it is insane, and I'm just thinking I'm going to kill my kid with this insulin thing <laughs> and ratios and carbs and you know uh, insulin sensitivity factors. So I understood. I was so um, compassionate for him about how hard this was, but I was like, call call us. We you know we'll, we'll work it through because I could always bounce everything off my boyfriend. Of like, are my numbers right? Did I do this right? Yeah. Can you check the you know the syringe? And he didn't. And you know, he would, Oh, I got this. I'm fine. No, 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 You know? And then we get the book back and we're like, dude, the numbers are off. Like you gave way right too much insulin or, or I don't, these numbers don't make sense. And we'd walk it through and, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I just, you know, I was just tired or I just this or that, you know? And then he might call for a meal or two and say, okay, he's getting, you know, 45 carbs. What do I do? And what's his blood sugar now? Okay. And we give it to him. And that's it. And then he would be like, I'm good. And then, you know, it started happening with, it, especially with the Dexcom, I would see little guy's numbers, like just up rising, you know, and he's like sitting around, you know, 300 or whatever. And I call my ex and I'm like, you got to test him for ketones. And he's like, you know, oh, I can't find the bottle. And I'm like, okay, we'll go to CVS. Like you got to test him for ketones. He's over 300. He's been there for a while. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's a prescription, right? No, it's not a prescription. You can get it on Amazon. You can go to CVS. You can go to like, you know, the damn any pharmacy. And he just, he didn't do it. He just wouldn't do it. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I know you love this kid and I just don't think he understood how dangerous it was.
0: So so what do you do to try to make him understand the gravity of it? Like, what's the, I mean and these steps obviously didn't work. I mean, yeah. I, I, I let me jump ahead for a second and ask a question. Sure. I'll jump right back. Does he get it now? I don't know. Okay, all right. <laughs> so then what have you tried so far to to explain the gravity of it? I
1: have called every single member of our Endo team and begged them to call him. I've talked to our and you know, endocrinologist, I've talked to our, you know, nurse practitioner, I've talked to the dietitian, <laughs> I've talked to our social worker because we have like the whole team. Mm-hmm. And I have explained this because, you know, this is, I'm struggling here. And finally, when we got to the pump and it was the first week on the pump and little dude went to his house, he came back, he went to camp. I had texted the ex over the weekend. I said, how did the set change go? Cause I knew this would be the first time he was doing it right. and he didn't respond to me. And that's also a lot of the issues. I will text him and he just doesn't respond. Um, and so I texted him on Sunday when it was supposed to go down. How did it go? No response. On Monday, I could see little dude was at camp and he was really high. And I was like, hey, like, how did the set change go? I can see that he's high at camp. And he's like, is that the cartridge thingy? And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, it's the whole thing, <laughs> the thing that's attached to his body, because we have the T Slim and the cartridge thing. Like, if that doesn't have insulin in it, he has no insulin in his body. And he's like, you know, oh, yeah, I was going to do that this afternoon. And I'm just like. Okay. <gasps> all right. All
0: right, can't, all right. I have questions. Here we go. Um, yeah. I'm, I, th- some of them will seem indelicate. Uh, I know you've been apart for 10 years, but how old are you right now?
1: I am 45. How old is he? He's 46.
0: Okay. 10 years ago, how long were you married for when you, when you got divorced?
1: We had been married for about four and a half years.
0: All right. So you guys got married like a, right in your early thirties.
1: Yeah. Like I was about just to turn 30.
0: Was that your first marriage? Yeah. How about him? Yes. All right. So now the questions okay. are going to become more pointed. Go for it. Was he a nudnik then?
1: Whew. Um, he was checked out then and he was always off in his own world. He's like a computer guy. And he is. Or at least thinks he is brilliant and always on the edge of either disaster or brilliance. And he's like about to, you know, have a major breakthrough and whatever it is he does computer wise, I don't understand any of it. Or he's about on like the verge of despair. So he's very involved in his career. And I was always kind of the one doing the kid thing.
0: Mm -hmm. I heard you say really, you made a reference to being like super focused or or asking a lot of questions. And you said Jewish, like yeah. did you did you marry a goyim? Is that what you did? I did. No, I so did. Did. <laughs> Why, did your parents not tell you that? <laughs> yeah, I'm not Jewish, and I know that you did that wrong. Like,
1: what is Right? All right, you're like an honorary Jew, though. I mean, you seem like you could totally be Jewish. I could
0: pass easily. <laughs> you but totally could pass. That's not the point. Gvoke Hypopen has no visible needle and is the first pre mixed auto injector of glucagon for very low blood sugar in adults and kids with diabetes, ages 2 and above. Not only is G-Voke Hypopen simple to administer, but it's simple to learn more about. All you have to do is go to gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juicebox. Gvoke shouldn't be used in patients with insulinoma or pheochromocytoma. Visit Gvokeglucagon. Glucagon slash risk. Touched by type one has a simple mission to elevate awareness of type one diabetes, raise funds to find a cure and inspire those with diabetes to thrive. They do that through programs and services, and you can find out more about them at touched one.org. They're also on Facebook and Instagram. There are links to these and all of the sponsors in the show notes of your podcast player or at juiceboxpodcast.com. Okay, so that the entire time you're talking, I'm like, what did she do? She. <laughs> She found a Gentile and got married and messed the whole thing up. Like, I that's, I could tell immediately. Not the point. The point yes, is this. I
1: know. I made some bad choices. Yeah, yeah. I was living in Boston, and I was in grad school, and I met him. And, right. I'm, you know, I'm from California. And I'm like, oh, he's a big, handsome guy. And I was ah, like, yeah, so I'm 29. Hold on. Let's get married. Hold on,
0: Candace, I know more about <laughs> yeah. you than you think. So I want to say two <laughs> things here. First of all, you're cool if you're not Jewish. Just I'm telling you, Jewish girls sometimes have expectations that Goyan boys don't know how to, like, like meat, and that that's yes. that's not for nothing. But I thought you met a big, tall, handsome boy, didn't you?
1: I did. Ah,
0: damn. Yeah. You, do you called wanna, it. Do you want to tell the girls now? The young ones. Go ahead. <laughs> Married Jewish boy, no, or the nice? You got to find a nice guy. You can't you find like, a nice guy. Yeah. You, he's I. I guarantee you right now, if I was that tall and handsome, I would put mm-hmm. almost no effort into anything. <laughs> 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 You don't have to. I would just walk around. And I'd be like, "Hey, do you see how goddamn handsome I am? Come over here and do stuff for me. Like make yeah. me food or clean the thing or I don't know." It would be 1951 in my head if I was that. Is that handsome.
1: what happens? Like after you're like you know, once you hit past six one, six two, you just don't have to try.
0: I don't even know. I I'm mm-hmm. so jealous of tall men. I couldn't even begin to tell you. I I have to. I'm like a child. I look up at them. And they look down at me, and I know they—they they absolutely think I'm a woman. Like I'm not even kidding. Like I know they look down. And they're like, "Oh, everyone shorter than me is just not a man like I am." I know that is in the back of their head somewhere. Not everybody. No, sure I there's don't some think tall, so. decent people, but that's not my. Like, like,
1: my oh. boyfriend's gonna kill me. But he's pretty short. Like it's <laughs> like way short. Oh
0: no! You figured out that the boyfriend's Jewish? Yes. Oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh please, him you won't yeah. marry this guy yeah. this guy stuck with you for 10 years you're not gonna marry him because the last guy didn't work out
1: yeah no way never get married again yeah. not yeah. happening
0: way to go Candace
1: I learned my lesson on that but no <laughs>
0: you figured everything out backwards but that's okay yeah like, all right so we can't go I back- wish
1: I could go back to my 29 year old self so you don't need to get married like yeah. I didn't even really want to It was more of a like I felt like oh this is the thing I'm
0: supposed to be doing you know I'm, I'm older yeah and this guy's so pretty
1: he's so cute. I want to have babies. And like, this is kind of what we're supposed to be doing. I'm 29, you know, like, and and then like, you know,
0: I think you're supposed to wait till after you're bored about the sex before you make decisions like that. (laughs) Next time I would. Well, next time, why next time you got a guy now he's going to stay with you till the end of time.
1: Yeah, no, we're not getting married. It's Uh, never going to happen. But this
0: new guy would he'd stay three days after you kicked him out, wouldn't he?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: But I love you you in the the driveway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. I hope all you girls hear what's happening here. Let me take a drink of (laughs) water. I grew up my entire life with women around me telling me, you're such a nice person. You're such a good person. Girls are going to love that. Blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. Not one girl appreciated that. The entire, the yeah, no, I,
1: I went for the guy that, you know, he ignored me. I was, I got to Boston. I was dating two guys when I first got there. I was like, yeah, I'm on my own. I'm in grad school. And I was dating this doctor and then the this guy. And I called him the computer guy. And the doctor liked me. And he wanted to, he wasn't Jewish, but he wanted to, he was all over it, wanted to date. And computer guy, my ex was ignoring me. So, of course, I wanted to be with the guy who ignored me.
0: For non-Jews out there, the doctor part makes him acceptable, even For though he sure. wasn't. Yeah, you, your mom would have been like, oh, that's fine.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> doctor, yeah. We'll convert him later. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll get a yarmulke <laughs> on that, doctor. <laughs> Don't you worry, sweetie. Uh, all exactly. Right. All right, listen. So, okay, now we're past the, the sins of the flesh, let's just say. Yeah. All right, But we're still left with a guy who loves your boy's. But is mainly good for video games and ignoring things and not texting you back. And, yes. And so then I have to ask if he texted you, would you text him back, even if it wasn't about I, the kids? Yeah. You would. Okay. So middle, totally. middle of the day, hey, blah, blah, blah. I have a question. I don't understand how the, I'm, the garbage disposal works. So I'm assuming he doesn't understand that. And so, <laughs> and you, you would say, oh, it's the button next to the sink. It, you wouldn't I would,
1: because it would be so out of character for him to text me randomly. I would be like, this must be important.
0: Okay. But if you sent him a similar text, you're not going to get any response whatsoever. Is there a chance <laughs> that this is because his girlfriend doesn't want to see him texting with you and your boyfriend doesn't mind if he texts you?
1: That is a possibility. His girlfriend's been around for about six or seven years. I always invite her to the birthday parties and stuff, and, and she has shown up a few times, but I don't even know this woman's last name.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Is she blonde?
1: Uh, She's got like lightish brown hair, maybe blonde. I don't know. I haven't seen her in years. Like I couldn't even probably pick her out of a lineup anymore. Like I haven't seen her. It's, it's been years since I've seen her. So I I think she's very, very threatened by me.
0: I have no judgments about blondes, but if you get Arden back on here ever, I will ask her opinions. If you have a certain angular jaw and a lightness of your hair, Arden says she doesn't trust you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think Arden's a smart girl. I
0: don't even know what that means. Like, But she'll be like, I'm mm, not sure about that girl. I'm like, how do you? what, what are you basing this on? She goes, do you see your jawline? It's jaw the jawline. Yeah, I was like, what? I was like, what do you take from that exactly? She's like, I don't know. I just, I can tell. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I think she's kidding. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to work in one of Arden's jokes so that 10 years from now, if she hears that, she'll be like, oh my God, I did used to say stuff Thanks, like that. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so. P- p- painting with
1: broad strokes here. Yeah.
0: Right, that's a good point to say once in a while.
1: I don't. You mm-hmm. assume
0: if people listen, they understand. Like, like you listen, you understand like that. I'm kidding about that.
1: I think you'd have. I to, would, I think so. Yeah. I think most people who listen would have to get your sense of humor, or they wouldn't keep listening.
0: Yeah, and I'm, you would think, and and unless this is your first episode, and you're very blonde and have an angular jaw, and then right now I may have just. <laughs> I might have just gotten myself out of a subscription or a listen, but that's okay. Um,
1: or you freaked out all the Jewish, all the short Jewish guys out there. Oh, you know?
0: Just all right. Blind girls, hang on. You're going to love this. Just stick with me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You have no idea how many people are just like Jewish. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> People in the middle of the country right now, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, nah no, I'm Kim.
1: Oh, we're the ones running the
0: world, right? <laughs> That's what I heard. Um, Deshaun, Space lasers. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson told me uh, last year. Mm. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> not getting into how crazy some people are. Okay, yeah. so you're in a, a weird situation, quite obviously. And yeah. you're not getting out of it. It's been a number of months now. It's not getting any better. So yeah. you don't think that it's that he doesn't care But you don't have enough access to him to figure it out. And you're trying now to get other people to intercede, doctors or anybody to step in and say, hey, here are the things you need to understand. But it's not happening. So my last question about him, and then I'm going to move on to ideas about how to work this out. Is is he a little Oopit's day or no?
1: no? No, I think he's actually a really bright guy which is even more frustrating. I think that he is just so focused on his work and his own life that this, it's just not, I I don't know if he doesn't get the urgency to it. You know, like we had a situation a couple nights ago where I could see little dude was like drifting fast down and I see him watching the arrow and it's like my night off. It's Friday. The kids are gone. I've had them for like a week and a half. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to chill out. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, but I'm looking at the Dexcom and I'm like, he is dropping seven points every five minutes. And at like a hundred or maybe it was like, he was at one ten, and I was like, he's going to need an uncovered like snack stand. Mm-hmm. Text it. No response. He starts dropping down to 90. I was like, Hey, carbs, nothing. 20 minutes later, he's at 80, you know? carbs 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 no response it's 11 by it's about 11 o'clock i end up just calling my kid because he has an iphone now for the dexcom yeah i call him on facetime i'm like dude you need have you looked at your at your number and he's like what because he's playing video games it's 11 o'clock at night but he wouldn't be awake at my house at 11 o'clock at night i said look at your dexcom he's like oh i'm 68 i was like yes you need some carbs okay so he goes and he got himself some carbs. So I was like, all right. So I figured out I'll just bypass. You know, I had always gone through the X to try to do this, the stuff. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go straight to my kid.
0: Yeah. He won't. And the, your ex won't care. No, he'll, he'll be happy to be out of it. Um, yeah. I wonder if I see two similarities here. I wonder if not being around while the, while the, while your son's growing up makes it so that you don't have those moments along the way. I don't even know how to Mm -hmm. like describe those moments, but moments when yourself becomes less important, when you start to see the bigger picture about the kids and what they need and how much time that takes and where you have to make that thing in your head where you go, okay, there's this thing I enjoy. I used to play this game or I used to do this, but I can't do that anymore. I don't have enough time. Like I used to play video games when I was in my twenties too. And I haven't played a video game in forever like it, decades probably mm-hmm. it, the closest I come to a video game is like walking in my son's room and going oh my god this is so realistic like, and, <laughs> yeah, then right? I'll, and I'll stand and watch it for a couple of minutes and I'll be like that's amazing and then I'll ask him a couple of questions and then I leave because I'm an adult yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, no and and he I'm, hasn't, I'm, he
1: hasn't gotten he hasn't had that I don't know like there was something you know and I'm sure a lot of you know, you know, you just you, they have this transformative thing, right? Where like the center of the universe changes from you to them, and right,
0: that didn't he happen didn't happen for him
1: happen, and so he loves them and they're great, but he doesn't see them. He sees like all the extensions of him and how much they're like him, and but he doesn't really see them. And they and it's it, the fifteen year old doesn't notice it as much, but the the eleven year old does. Will come home and he'll be like, I don't feel important. Or he was doing work all weekend. Or I want to go back. I miss him. And I was like, oh, but you just spent all weekend there. But like he's like, you know, we talk about having a love battery. I'm a therapist, so I'm like, how's your love battery? And he's like, it's empty. <laughs> you mm. know, and it's like they're not getting the interaction. They go over there. They they sit in their room and they play video games. And yeah, they get fed. And but like my ex has never taken them on a trip. Like okay. not Ca- like to a cabin or, or a. Weekends anywhere?
0: So it's like you're kenneling them for the weekend, every other weekend. Yes, yes. (laughs) am Sorry, I didn't mean to be harsh, but And and he doesn't. It's interesting because he doesn't have the time in the simulator, right? Like if 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 the ten thousand hours thing is anywhere close to being right, you've got thirty thousand hours, and he's got three hundred hours. Yeah. Ah. Okay. And that's going to work out the same way for the diabetes, because. I'm always saying, you know, I know we don't want things to go wrong, but you almost need them to go wrong so that you can see what wrong looks like, so that you can figure out what how to get to right. And I know it's a weird thing, but you have to have a lot of experiences over and over again, meals after meals after meals, so things start making sense. And he's yeah. not having those experiences either. So you're no. you're coming at him with... Hey, listen, I see that the pitch of this line tells me at 110 that he needs a snag. And he probably looks and goes, the kid's blood sugar is 110. She's out of her mind.
1: Exactly. And like I'm just like, you know, the overprotective helicopter Jewish mama who's like intruding on his weekend. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I I'll tell you a secret about boys. Once you stop showing them your soft parts, they don't listen anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, that's <laughs> really true. the only control you have over men is like that, that if, there's no control. That's they, not happening. If they think something may one time at some point ever again happen. Like I'm thinking that Friday night, your poor boyfriend's sitting there going, "Uh, oh, I'm not having sex." <laughs>
1: Actually, no, he's pretty worried too. And he's frustrated. I mean, we've both been up at like 1 a.m. and where we see little dude going low. And we're like, is he is somebody gonna give him carbs? Is someone gonna and and we just see him bouncing around 70, 68, 70? And it's like 2 a.m. And we're like, do we call him? And like Sometimes we have, sometimes we've texted, and like, I don't think there's times where he's treated him and he didn't go really low. He was, he ended up fine. And it's just like, and I've asked the ex, I'm like, did you wake up? And he's like, oh, sometimes I can't hear my alarm. And I'm like, okay, then what do you do to fix that? Hey, there's an app called SugarMate that calls you. Hey, do you need to get like a speaker? But I, he, he can't get the urgency. He just doesn't get it.
0: I have two things. Um, first thing is you just sort of proved my earlier hypothesis by saying that in that scenario, on a Friday night when your kids are gone, your boyfriend who has been with those kids for ten years is worried about them like a father would be. Absolutely. He's not he's not just sitting there thinking like this is the weekend off where we have a bunch of sex and go out to dinner and stuff like that. No he's actually worried about the kids. And he's been with you for 10 years. Who doesn't expect a bunch of sex anymore anyway? And that's the other thing. And so then the next thing is this. Um, are you learning anything from watching the non-interventions? Like, have there been times where you're like, ooh, I was wrong. We didn't need to intervene.
1: I mean, I guess in the sense I've seen some lows that I'm guessing were not treated because there was no bounce back where he just kind of drifted in the 60s and then kind of settled back in the 80s where I would have treated it in the Mm -hmm. middle of the night and I was like, oh, okay, like that went all right, but. I would. I just wouldn't have risked it. You know, I would have given them some carbs. And I'm not um, asking
0: you to. I'm just saying if the experience is going to happen anyway, yeah, see might you, as well learn from it. Yeah, learn. Try to learn from it because there are times where you just have to have the balls to not do anything. Um, yeah, a 60 blood sugar is not that time. I'm not saying that, but, um, yeah. but you there is something to learn from all of the experiences and from all the data. For sure. So don't waste it. I mean, I mean, you're going to be angry and upset and all that stuff. Yeah. Um.
1: And the higher and the higher blood sugar is the one. And, and I and I used a lot of the language you had talked about. I was like, you know, I had texted him at a different point. I was like, you know, he's running at like two thirty, and I was like, you know, when he's over two hundred, we are taking minutes off his life. We are losing fingers and toes. We are losing eyesight. Like, let's not do this. And it's like it doesn't land. It so just you're doesn't land. To
0: scare him even he can't be scared by it. No. Yeah, it's the height. It's tall. <laughs> it's the height. He's I'm, too tall. He's I'm telling puppet. you, man. You get over like six three. You're just like I'm a superhero.
1: Yeah, he's six four. So yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, you're just like I'm a superhero. Like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I hear this. I don't like tall. To- uh, okay. Well, I'm not anti-tall people. I'm just saying. <laughs> people got to find out how how it feels to be five nine. You, you got to live like that a little bit. Oh,
1: you're the same height as my boyfriend. I think that's so funny.
0: I'm the worst height. I'm not tall and I'm not short. <laughs> really terrible. I'm tall. You know what the odd thing is? You know, I'm taller than most of the people I meet. Yeah, I would imagine. And then I meet one person who's six two and I'm like, oh, I'm a baby. That's nice. (laughs) I don't like meeting people that I know. If we got into an altercation, they could grab me by my face and throw me. That doesn't feel good. Oh, is that
1: something you worry about?
0: <laughs> Sometimes, I don't, don't you things. see those big, tall people? They look so strong. You're
1: I like, don't. I don't know. I'm five five. So, and everyone in my family is really tall. So, I've always been super short. So, I'm kind of used to being the short person. I'm like, my 15 year old is already six one. So, I'm kind of already getting. Yeah. You know,
0: everyone's getting taller than me in my it's house. Not fair. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I hear. I hear you. Maybe tall people have problems we don't know about.
1: I think that's probably
0: true, too. Tall people problems. If you're tall <laughs> and you have problems. I wish this wasn't just a diabetes podcast, because right now I'd say, if you're tall and you have problems, please contact me and be on the show. I would love to. Like,
1: call in. <laughs> tell me all about how you can't yeah. find pants that fit.
0: All right. Yeah, listen. If you have type 1 and you're really tall, <laughs> we'll find something about diabetes to talk about in between me going. So tell me what it's like.
1: Well, I had a type 1 boyfriend in my 20s, and he was six six, so and it didn't turn out well. So.
0: So you're bringing up a, a, a question that I had a minute ago. I lost and I brought it back. And if you don't want to answer, I guess I understand and it's okay. But why did you guys get divorced? Did you hate each other? Were you Oof. arguing all the time?
1: Um, No, we were arguing a lot. So, you know, I had just had a little guy 10 months before we were going to couples therapy and I guess I was seeing the therapist on my own too. And I was talking to her and I was like, you know, I'm somebody who like holds everything in. Like, I don't talk about my feelings. Like, I, this is the most I've talked about myself forever. I'm a therapist. I talk to other people all day long about their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told the therapist, like, I just want to tell my ex, like all the resentment and all the things that I've been holding on to for the past few years. And and she's like, I think if you say that, it's going to be the end of your marriage. And I was like, what? What? No, like we've come in here week after week and my ex is like rah, 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 and I was like, I get to have my turn and So we go into therapy. I say my piece, we walk out, and my ex is like, I think we should be done. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. You know, and it wasn't
0: Did you want it wasn't, Did you want that?
1: I wasn't soul crushing. I mean, I was like, all right i don't know how to be a single mom and i was crushed but i wasn't devastated like it wasn't good for us for a long time he was checked out the whole time and i don't think that was going to change and um so yeah
0: was he cheating any cheating no, no cheating.
1: Uh, i don't know he, there was a there was a i don't know if it's real cheating there was a girl online that i think he was talking to who lived like halfway across the country mm. so not he hadn't cheated in real life yet
0: in real not yet
1: <laughs> not yet <laughs>
0: just needed a plane ticket and uh a, exactly a, a good excuse you know, for the weekend and plane ticket um yeah all right that's sad i didn't mean to laugh
1: it's sad but it wasn't like some big catastrophic explosion, which was why it allowed us to be able to be like, okay, we have this baby and this, you know, preschool kid. How do we, you know, make this as best we can for them. All right, let's like you know we didn't have lawyers. We got a you know we also we were broke, so it's like there's not a lot to fight about. So we got a
0: mediator and like all right, let's work this out. You take you know? the frosted flakes and I'll take the mini wheats and we'll get out of exactly.
1: Here. <laughs> there's not a whole lot to fight about. So you know it was really just kind of ironing out visitation and since the little one was so young, it was like okay, come over two times a week, hang out. I'll take off for a couple hours, come back you know, and then every other weekend he'd come and like stay here and I would go to my mom's house and. Um, then early on, I met my boyfriend, and I'd go stay at his house. And you know, then he finally, you know, got his own place where he uh, could bring the boys to after a few years.
0: Were there was there ever any like regret? Like, did you ever cross in the doorway when he came over to take his turn, and th- you think to yourself, like, ah, oh, I should. Nope. No. Never. Like, <laughs> nope. He did he ever say we're doing the wrong thing?
1: No. No.
0: Interesting.
1: No, I think it was pretty. Like we're good. Okay. We're we're let's let's not do this anymore. Can I ask? Yeah, you, uh,
0: yeah.
1: you can ask. Go for
0: it. I don't, don't want to say this in case your kid hears it, but w- <laughs> go was for the it. The youngest, my kids never going to hear. Was it. the youngest one like, hey, maybe we could fix this with a baby? Or was he a mistake? I'm sorry.
1: Oh no, the youngest. So it was kind of like we just had. So we had a few rough years with the my older one. And then we had like six months where like stuff was good, like, or at least good enough. And I was like, I really, I grew up as an only child and I really wanted my kids to, my kid to have a sibling. And I was like, well, we should have a baby and that would be cool. And he was like, yeah. And then it was like a couple months later, I was like, Ooh, maybe this isn't a good idea. And maybe I should get back on birth control. And then at that point I was like, Oh, and I'm pregnant. Okay. And then surprisingly, my ex at that point was really excited. He was really excited to have this baby. Um, it was a complicated pregnancy. He had a lot of kind of mental health issues during that point. So I was very alone during the pregnancy. Um, I had gestational diabetes, um, which was actually one of those things that I felt like in the hospital, I was like to the nurses, I had gestational diabetes. Did I give this to him? You know, mm. um, but like he never went to a single appointment when I was pregnant with little guy and I should have like, so like things really haven't changed, okay. you know?
0: So uh, I we haven't been making light of a man with mental illness for the last 50 minutes. Have we? No, oh, no. Okay. He's a
1: functioning like person in the world okay. now. Okay. Like he is not like severely anything. He had, uh, a struggle during that time period at work and a bunch of other stuff oh, okay, kind of okay. colliding, oh. but he is an okay person in the
0: world. I don't need his details. I just wanted to make sure that like, cause you, yeah, you said no. that kind of like high level. And I was like, Oh, come on. Like, like <laughs> say that at the beginning. No, oh, okay. If
1: he was, then I wouldn't be so frustrated. Right. Know. Like he is this functioning guy. He is smart. He is capable. And I can't get why he can't get this.
0: Can I ask you <laughs> what it felt like? When you were pregnant, he was excited and you were halfway between, oh, I was looking for my birth control pills again. Is that a weird feeling? Mm.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was definitely, it was kind of like this, oh, Crap. Okay. Like pivot to all right, we're gonna do this. And like, you know, and then once, you know, baby's there, it was like, all right, like I'm I'm gonna be excited about this kid, right. you
0: know? Nah, no, I'm not and this is no reflection on your son, obviously. Mm-mm. Um, I'm just trying to talk to you like an adult. So uh totally. Yeah. So you he doesn't help. I don't think
1: there was a whole lot of like word, you know, oh like regret, or I think it was once I realized I was pregnant, it was like, okay, this is what's happening, and you know, I'm all all on board.
0: Gotcha. Going through my questions in my mind, that one was completely inappropriate, so that won't happen. And <laughs> you all have no idea how many questions I don't ask during the course really? of these conversations. Where I'm like, I wonder about no, that won't work. <laughs> no, are, I get it. There I'm are some therapist. really like lovely, to ask people yeah, but there are lovely questions all day long. There are lovely, nice people that listen to this podcast too, <laughs> and they don't want to, oh, I'm sure they don't want to hear my darker thoughts. Like, so I'm trying oh, to, and you can just.
1: Slap an after dark, you know, title on this and Man, ask me what you want.
0: It's uh, that's, that's too late for that now. <laughs> okay. We would have cursed. I feel like you and I would have cursed a lot if this was an after dark episode. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am trying so hard. You're doing well. You've cursed once. <laughs> Thank you. At the 45, 46 mark. But um, okay. I made a note so I can go back and take it out. Oops, sorry. Also, I burped around 14 minutes. So I'll check for that. So.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you keep notes. Yeah, for it was this very time.
0: quiet, but I, I I'm aware of it. So now I'm going to go back and check for it. If I don't take it out, okay. no one will ever know. But if I leave it in, maybe I should just leave it in so people can hear it. It'll be it'll sound like Hi. a rumble. But <laughs> it's nothing. Anyway, that's not the point <laughs> of this conversation. Um, <laughs> the point is, mm-hmm. you're screwed because this isn't getting any better.
1: <laughs> no, so. it's really not. It's like this limbo. I mean, the pump has helped in certain ways because he's not having to do the math anymore. Like the math thing, I, I actually was really blown away by that because I'm like the most math challenge person. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, of course he's gonna get the math part. Like, and the fact that he couldn't, I was just like, what is happening? So the pump has definitely made it easier. Like, you know, there's less to input. It, we have, you know, the control IQ. So there's a little bit more of management happening, but there's like, he's still not getting the nuance. Like I, uh, you know, I've been trying to talk to him about pre you know, and it's like crickets, you know,
0: like yeah.
1: If you if you're having a pizza dinner, why don't you pre-polis 15, twenty minutes ahead of time? you know like
0: if, it's, um, it's, when you call him a computer person, is he professionally yeah. a computer person or you're saying he really like has a great gaming system that he put together? like what is it we're saying? No, about? he's
1: like a professionally that's like what he does, really.
0: Interesting. yeah but not math related or doesn't like the no doesn't like no the...
1: it's all like some weird like i don't know it's like i mean he must be smart he's like in some stuff i don't, I don't even understand what it is like he must be smart. like he hangs out with people from silicon valley He's always telling me about all the important people he's talking to
0: the mm. <laughs> one of them know how to tell him to pre-ball <laughs> I, I
1: wish they would <laughs> i wish they would Wow. (laughs) I, I, I think our nurse uh, has called him somewhat recently when we, when we switched to the tandem, I was like, we had set up the the tandem training separately. I was like, we, he needs to be trained separately. I was like, cause my boyfriend and I will sit there. We'll, we'll ask question after question after question. And he'll just sit there quietly and not ask anything. So I was like, can you train us? separately okay you know and then i talked to the the educator i was like how did it go did you think he got it oh yeah he told me he read the manual he totally understood and i was just like oh crap like there's yeah no and he didn't know i mean that was the first set change was like is that the cartridge thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay if if, uh, i read the manual If the manual was helpful i wouldn't have a podcast so um because there's manuals for everything yeah. Uh so the is the plan just to get the algorithm up and running so well that you can circumvent him and just text your son like Yes. Do, do you think your son will get to a point cuz he's still pretty young where he'll take yeah. on some responsibility for this piece when he's with his dad?
1: I think so. I think the, the last few weekends was is the first time where I've directly texted him and he like actually answered his phone, which was great and he went, and, you know, I I just I pack his backpack and I have, you know, there's a couple bags of the, you know, 15 gram Skittles or whatever. And so like, I know that he has those. And so like, yeah, this last weekend I was like, Hey, go grab some the Skittles. Okay. So I think like my plan is just to like, yeah, circumvent the ex, just go straight to the kid. You know, it's a little frustrating. I, I, actually, I mean, I guess I can actually text him now about, you know, doing a correction. Cause he, cause you know, we do it here all the time where if he's running high and like, you know, the control IQ isn't whatever mm-hmm. I'll say, you know, can you give yourself a correction of a couple of units and he can do that all on his own. So I just, I think I can probably call him at my ex's house and say the same thing now when he's running high. Cause when he's running high there, I can text my ex and be like, you should really check and do a correction. It may or may not happen, but I could probably just go straight to my kid
0: now. Yeah. But then you really don't get any downtime at all. I no, I don't. Yeah, I mean, even that sucks. I get downtime. Like, I can say to Kelly, like, I'm gonna go do something now, and I need you to pay attention to Arden. And yeah, generally that happens. So, um, and then I have my time, even if it's just a little bit, like an hour, like you know even like a, yeah. like going grocery shopping or something like that. Like there's one store that I can't get service in and I'm I, I'm like so grateful for that cuz I leave and I'm like hey I am not going to have cell service don't forget.
1: You're like I hands up in the air. Yeah. You're like I'm free. Yeah.
0: And they're just like okay. I'm like yeah, excellent. Um they'll pay attention to it now. Uh yeah. I I don't know like can I ask you as crazy as it sounds an hour into it like why did you want to come on?
1: Um I think I just, I had scrolled through a lot of the podcasts and I looked for all the divorced ones. So I was like, there's got to be some other people who are got to deal with this. And like everybody that you had had previously on were like, got along and were communicating and you know, the kid was doing well at both houses. And I'm in a bunch of like, you know, moms of T1 groups. And there's other moms out there who are posting like, you know, my kids at the X's and they could see the blood sugar and they're not responding. And what do I do? And I'm like, okay, there's other people like me. And I mean, I think I wrote to you in my email. I was like, I don't have the answers, but I know there's got to be a bunch of other people like me who are like sending their kid off every other weekend and like have no control over what's happening. And it's like such a helpless feeling. And I think this was probably a way of me feeling like, I can do something. This is something I can do. I I have no control there.
0: I can tell you after being around this space, the way I have been for as long as I have been, it is one of the most frequent and significant concerns for people is that one of the spouses in a divorced relationship doesn't do anything. And then it's almost torturous. Like the other one has to watch it happen. Or if you don't have Mm -hmm. a CGM, wonder about it happening and then they don't have this communication they can't even quell their fears they live in this heightened sense of like kind of like horror the entire time the kid's gone um either seeing what's going on and knowing it's bad for their health or yeah. imagining that's what's happening and not even being able to see yeah,
1: yeah. it's terrible it's a terrible feeling mm. and it's like i run anxious anyway and like it does not help at all like i'm just it's tough. Cause I used to have my weekends off and I was like, "Woo, I can go be free. The kids are going to be there till Sunday. And like, I can go do my thing. And now it's like, I'm looking at my phone, you know, and I'm texting and I'm worrying and it sucks. And it's, you know, diabetes is exhausting in a full-time job as it is. And then having every other weekend where it's like, I'm still on call.
0: Yeah. I <sighs> just said, I run nervous and I'm imagining, have you heard Roxy in an earlier episode? Like the the
1: the girl with her sister. The
0: entire time that you're talking, I'm like, Roxy's gonna love this episode. And then you just said, (laughs) I run nervous. And I thought that's something Roxy would say about herself. (laughs) I run nervous. Yeah,
1: I run anxious and nervous. (laughs) I run anxious. I run
0: nervous. Um anyway. I so you're in every I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of everybody who's ever written a note like that. And I don't know how you make another person care. Like to me, if you came to me and said, look, when our kid's blood sugar is like it is when he's here or when she's here, this is how she feels. This is how he feels. And when you put him in this situation where it's bouncing around, it's getting high and it's getting low, literally changes who they are. Like if you said that to me, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll fix it. You you know, like if I didn't know that. But when you're in a situation where you'll say that to someone and they'll just go, ah, I'll get to it. I don't know yeah. I don't know what to do about that. And I don't know that it's it just it seems kind of cruel to me to like bounce the kid from from well managed to ill managed and back and forth and back and forth because at some point your your ex has got and anybody's ex has to realize that one day the kid's gonna go, I don't want to go there, I don't feel well when I'm there. Like yeah. it's gonna ruin that thing. But maybe some people just don't have that kind of parental connection. Maybe that's just I don't the truth. know.
1: I I don't I it's for me like it's I think for my little guy like he, I don't he doesn't feel high. When he feels when he's high, he doesn't feel different. I don't necessarily see any behavioral changes in him. He obviously knows when he's low. And when they're at my ex's, they literally don't leave the house. They are sitting in a bedroom playing video games. So I think he doesn't feel it. If he's super high where if we were here and we were out, we're out doing stuff. And so he might notice it a little more and retreating it, you know, like if he's high, I'm like, we're going swimming, right? Like we're going to get you dropped down. Yeah. Um. And at his house, like, I think he's just so like, I mean, I don't think the kids, both of the kids are like, could be completely addicted to video games. Like they would never leave their house and they could post play and they wouldn't even eat if you didn't like make them. So I think they're perfectly content to be there and play video games. And I don't think that my ex is engaging enough with them to notice any changes behaviorally. I think, you know, he checks in on them, he feeds them and, you know, maybe they hang out and have dinner, but you know, that's probably the extent of it. It's
0: hard for me to think about that because I'm just going to say something that's going to be embarrassing, but uh, my son's leaving for college in four days and, yeah. um, going back for his senior year now he's been here for a while because of COVID. and last night he was in the kitchen um last night was one of those weird nights where i was like a short order cook nobody wanted the same thing and so i spent like three hours it felt like from like five to eight o'clock cooking for different people but everyone Mm -hmm. was downstairs waiting for their food and doing something else at the same time and i'm just gonna tell you that i liked that we were all in the same place yeah. And it's lovely. Yeah. And then it got done and I I was like I was just hot from cooking. And I said to Kelly, like, I want to take a shower before I go to bed. And I, as I was walking up the stairs, I had this fleeting thought. Like I don't want anyone to think that it burdened me for hours or, you know, that I was crumbling at my core. But I was walking upstairs <laughs> and I thought, well, maybe I should just stay downstairs a little longer until Cole goes to his room and then I'll take a shower. Because I don't want to waste this time where we're together when he's going to be gone in four days. Yeah, I totally get it. And I don't understand how somebody who's only seeing their children every other weekend to begin with wouldn't make that weekend as special as possible and together as possible. I don't yes, I, 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 agree. I can't like fathom what you're saying, which is what makes it even more difficult. And I'm imagining in a classic relationship where this is happening where the man is acting more the way your ex is, and the mom who is not just been raising the kids but now has been intertwined in this diabetes stuff, like I would imagine you couldn't put it into words if if, if your life depended on it. Like, why is this happening? You yeah, you, there's no way for you to know. No,
1: it's, it's, it's really hard to make sense of it because I know he loves them, but he just engages with them in a way that is, doesn't make sense. Like, I don't get it. We have so many things that like me, my boyfriend and my two boys all do together, you know, whether it's like. Playing, you know, cards or you know, we. I mean, yes, we drag them off their computers and we're like, <laughs> we're gonna go and do something. We're gonna go take a walk, like we go on vacation. And I understand, like, you know, it, it, I, I think those moments are so special and like I, I feel like they're fleeting. That the fact my fifteen year old is willing to hang out with me, I'm hanging on to that, yeah. you know, as long as possible. Anybody you who's know, not shunning me yet,
0: anybody who doesn't think that's going to come to a grinding halt is not paying attention. Yes, to how it works. Like
1: I can see the ticking. You know, yeah. the fact that like, unless any moment.
0: Matter. And maybe yeah. and look, let's just, let's just take ourselves out of who we are for a second. If that's not how a person feels, then I understand this. I understand not caring if they play video games all day, because I don't feel like a person who wants to be around all the time uh, together. Maybe your husband didn't, your ex-husband didn't have that with his father or whatever, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't have that with my father either. But that's not, I mean, the the point is that some, I think some people just aren't, aren't wired that way. And I don't think they're men necessarily, or I think it could be women as well. Like some people are just not parental, you know, like in that way. I think that it's,
1: Well, I think it's, it's something like about being related. It's not just parental. I think it's something about the way he engages with people in general. Like, I think he struggles with people and friendships and he doesn't have a lot of close friends. I think there's something about the way he relates to people and engages with people that has some obviously issues. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, it's just, uh, that makes me sad. Uh, Yeah. And uh, yet I understand it happens. And I don't think I'm perfect at it. I think there are probably times where I'm around my kids where they're probably like, oh, this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And I'm not quite getting it uh, as good as I could. Um, But at least, I always feel like at least when it's over and they're off living their own lives and I'm hopefully old and alive that I right. I won't regret the time we spent. Like I I might say I wish things would have went differently, but I know that I I was there and I tried, and that the, yeah, and you're that,
1: never gonna wish that you had like less of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that they'll look back and say, you know, not a perfect person, always there, like al- yes. always available. And um, yeah. I mean, I think that's just what I'm shooting for. Uh, I I don't. I don't know, this whole thing's weird.
1: Yeah, yeah and it's it's just um I, get, I guess I don't know why I sh- was so surprised by it I, I think I shouldn't have been but I still was I guess I had hopes with the, the diabetes like yeah like he's gonna be responsive he's gonna do the right thing he's gonna like really be involved and it's like but the truth no. is this
0: went exactly the way it was gonna go
1: it was yeah, yeah. So is yeah, the, I was. I think I was naive to think anything differently so is
0: the answer don't expect things from people they don't have to give
1: Oof, I don't know. I don't think there's an answer. I mean, I think all you can do is, I mean, I've worked really hard to have a good relationship with him and and try not to be judgmental and to be compassionate and to put out there that this is hard and that I'm like, I I mean, I have bet, I'm open 24 seven, You can call me, you can text me, like I'm I'm happy to talk to you. And and I I don't, I don't know. It's not I just I don't know how you get the urgency into somebody. I know that the nurse called him and explained sort of the danger, especially once we got to the pump of like high blood sugar and what you need to do. And, yeah. you know, but I, I still don't think he necessarily gets it.
0: Nope. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, there you go. I'm going to end on, <laughs> I don't think you can expect things from people they don't have to give. And yeah. then you're going to have to adjust and work around those things. It's just, you're yes. you're asking a flower to be a rock. Vice versa, whatever, just not gonna happen. Yeah. So um uh, <laughs> geez. Well this was fun.
1: That was fun. Not the downer.
0: <laughs> Candace, you just would have done what your mom told you. This all would have been okay.
1: Oh, I just would have married a Jewish boy.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if she ever said that to you. I just imagine. That while you were getting married? I don't married. think she
1: actually did. I mean, I think it was kind of like, a, oh, yeah. yeah. I think she probably expected I wasn't going to marry a Jewish boy. Wow. You know? I, that's right. And I feel very lucky. I have my boyfriend who is like this wonderful father figure to the boys. Yeah. And they love him. And he fills up all those cracks that are missing. You know, like he's the one who Shows up to every conference and shows up to everything and goes to the doctor's appointments with me and has his notebook out with all his questions. And, you know, they have all their bedtime routines with him. And so, like, they're getting that. They just don't get that from the person they really want it from the most, which is my ex. Like, they so badly want it from him. I can see them, you know, really trying to get it. And it's just not getting
0: heard. Yeah. One of my brothers is a really excellent stepfather. And um, there's not enough um praise that goes on. no that, there's not there really
1: needs to for, be like a lot parents. more like even just the name like so you know we're not married so people ask my kids all the time like who's that and you know like we've I, i've tried to like what do you want to say he is you know and because people ask all the time is that your dad is that your dad i mean our doctor the the yeah. dentist they all think that that's their dad because they've <laughs> never seen the other guy you know right. And I'm like, well, you can say he's like your bone is dead. You could say he's like your stepdad, like you know, and I think they end up saying stepdad because that feels comfortable and people know what that means. Yeah. But there really isn't a name
0: for that kind of person, you it's know. A weird thing, stepdad. I wonder what it means. Is it like a step away from my dad? Like stepdad meaning, hold on a second. I'm Googling.
1: You Google away.
0: I know another Stanford, I know, where does the word come from, Google? Don't just tell me, how can you tell me stepdad means another term for stepfather? Like, that is not a valuable (laughs) term. It seems
1: redundant.
0: A man who is the husband or a partner of one's mother after the divorce or separation of one's parents or the death of a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where does the word come from? Like, why did somebody first say stepdad?
1: Step, like Like you're one step away. One step
0: away, right? Like, that's the, isn't that how it makes you feel?
1: Yeah, right. and it sucks because he does not feel that way. He feels like their dad.
0: No, nah, he's the top step. Yeah, totally. You should call him top step dad. I will. <laughs> Please don't.
1: Actually, I call him <laughs> the faux baby daddy who likes faux. <laughs> That's actually his title.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, Candace, I would have left you too. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I was teasing. Thank you, Scott. I was just That's teasing. Good. I was teasing. <laughs>
0: I just wanted to leave. Call
1: you a name that you'll have to bleep out. I just wanted to leave
0: on a laugh, Candace. That's all. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Thanks, Scott. I don't know. Yeah, you were very kind (laughs) to do this. It's uh,
1: yeah, no problem. Mm. I felt like there had to be other people out there like me. You know, like it's hard. You know, he's not like my ex isn't the devil. Like, right? He's not this bad person who's doing bad things out in the world and doesn't care. It's like what do you do with somebody who's indifferent? And I don't. You know, like I said, I don't have the answers. I just know that I'm living it, and it sucks.
0: Yeah. Okay. Can I ask you one more question? But I'm going to stop the recording sure. for it. Okay. Yeah. Did your ex have a huge. A huge thank you to one of today's sponsors, GVOKE Glucagon. Find out more about GVOKE Hypopen at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juicebox. You spell that G V O K E G L com forward slash juicebox. Thanks also to Touched by Type 1. Don't forget to find them at touchedbytype1.org on Facebook and Instagram. And please go take that T1D exchange survey. T1DExchange.org forward slash juicebox. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast. If you're looking for a Facebook community, look no farther than Juicebox Podcast Type 1 Diabetes, a private group with well over 20,000 people just like you, looking for answers, sharing support, and searching for inspiration. You don't have to participate. You can just watch, or you can jump right in and start chatting. Juicebox Podcast, Type 1 Diabetes, on Facebook. It's a private group. You're going to have to answer a couple of membership questions to prove you're a real person. And then after that, you're right in.